0: Friends, it's been a long time since I did an episode. Um, I have a new job, so I'm working at that and I love it. And this is not part of what I was going to talk to you today about, but I'm just going to add it in because it's kind of at the top of my head. Um, this job that I have, it took me, um, I've been free of my ex for about three and a half years now. And in all that time, I had a difficult time working because I had no self confidence and I was, I, I'm a chef. And I was unable to even think about cooking. I just could not think about organizing myself, being confident, being strong, being able to be productive. So now that I am cooking again, I feel so great that I can um, provide for my family better than I have been. And uh, it's awesome. Like I had jobs lined up when I was with my ex and he would constantly say, oh, you know, you don't need a job. And then I would be sort of self-conscious and worried about like the interview say and he'd be like yeah it's and i'm like oh i'm so nervous you know and he's like well don't don't do it then and so he would let me give in give up because it was easier to do you know what i mean he would not encourage me he didn't want me to get a job because i would then i would be away from giving him attention and i had a great job lined up doing like 20 days on and 10 days off working for like um, armed forces like doing cooking and then coming home and he said oh you're gonna leave me alone for 20 days well whatever happens happens you can't leave your man alone for 20 days and I'm like oh my god you know what I mean I was like oh yeah and, you know in my head I'm like oh, I can't do that I'm just basically telling him to cheat on me but he didn't want to take care of the children and he didn't want to have to do things for himself and the children so that was the issue um, with that and um, now I have a job so I'm just so happy um, but what I was going to talk today about was um, I constantly hear people saying before my kids really understood what was going on they would be like you know um why did you even pick him if he's so mean and, you know like why would you pick someone that was mean to you didn't like you didn't pay attention to you didn't love you and the the reason is because the person that he was before was the person that he showed me at the beginning was somebody that i did want someone that paid attention to me all the time like left for work left me notes um you know say goodbye you know say give me give a hug to our son and uh have a great day love you and uh, don't worry about anything don't worry about paying the bills i'll take care of everything later just have a great day and all this stuff, he just wanted me to get pregnant, he wanted to have lots of kids, and he wanted me to just do my job and I was doing it. So he would just, you know, just let me do what I wanted to do. And on the weekends he was like cooking me food and like he was somebody that I want wanted. I didn't just go picking some um, bad boy, you know what I mean? Like, you know, how you pick a bad boy and then you cry later on, how come he's a bad boy? Like, hello, that wasn't what I did. What I did was pick someone that made me feel good, and paid attention to me and made me feel beautiful and made me feel wonderful and then that just the bottom dropped out on that so like i and then all the years that were after that i was just hoping for him to come back and hoping for him to to be that person again and like you're holding on to like a little flicker of hope and it's not coming back because why it never existed that's the that's how you get over the situation because you keep running over in your head you know I want that feeling back I want that part of our relationship back I want that we used to go out I want that I felt good around him we want that he would you know give me attention physical attention hugs and all that stuff and hold my hand I want all that back and you're like always trying to do your best to get that back. You know, if I was thinner, if I was prettier, if I was quieter, if I was smarter, if I did the things he likes, if I like did the things that he wants to do, if, he, if I lived up to his expectations, he I could get that back. But you never had it. And When you realize that you never had it, it's a lot easier to deal with. So like, you know, there's some people... They're good people they get into something and they they do some messed up things they make mistakes they do wrong things but really inside they're good so you can you know you can hold hope for for a friend or something like that when they've years have gone by a uh, family member friend or whatever that they've been great and then something happens that they turn to drugs or they turn to gambling or they turn to i don't know whatever they make mistakes they make bad decisions and then you can hold hope for a kind of person like that because the inside, they are good. It's something inside there is good and they can get back to it because that's who their true authentic self is. But the person who is a narcissist, their true authentic self is not that good thing that you had. That is the facade. That is the show. That's the game. It's like a love bomb. They want to win the game. They want to get you 100% right stuck to them, falling for them, and they do it well. So that what they showed you isn't real it was never inside and it will never be inside because the only thing that's inside is a machine that gets what it wants that's a machine that gets what it wants they are unable to feel those emotions something is wrong they have a disorder it's a personality disorder they don't feel those things they can pretend they can mimic them they can see them they can watch them uh, on TV or whatever and they can they know how to pretend to be that way but it's not who they authentically are and when they start being authentically who they are that is when that love bombing falls off and it's like it's like dead skin <laughs> it falls off and they ex- they show you who they really are and it's a monster so Um, When I came to realize that years later, it was easier because I thought for so long, you know, I fucked up. I did things wrong. I lost him. I, you know, drove him into the arms of other women, etc. And it's not true. I am worthy of the love that I didn't get. He wasn't able to provide it. He didn't know how to provide it. He was not able because the only person that he can take care of is himself. And he will, he will forsake all others to take care of himself, including children. If he doesn't get what he wants from the children, if they don't, because he just, children are like an extension of themselves. And if they don't match up with his, his mindset of what his children should be doing, how should they act? How should they talk to me? How should they be with me? How should they look? How, what should they do? Then they, 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 they will, they will be dropped they, they sometimes, um, not my ex, um, sometimes the narcissist will use the children as pawns if they're able to and destroy the children even further. My children are not much in my ex's life because he's lazy. And I don't know if that's true for all narcissists, but it's easier to do whatever he's doing in his life instead of keeping a relationships alive, keeping four relationships alive. And you know what I mean? Making those phone calls, making those texts, making those, those visits. The only visits my one child gets with him is the ones that she initiates. So one child reaches out to do things and it's very rare and it's only when she initiates um, a conversation. So it's, it's crazy. And I've been watching that. This is not to, this is not to, um, to, to do a, like a a celebrity thing, which I'm not into celebrity things, but I've been watching uh, not watching, but hearing things and seeing things about Johnny Depp. And I see the narcissism that, that took place there. And it just spoke to me. Uh, He said something like um, when he was first dating his that woman that he was dating, she said he was taking off his boots coming in and she said, hey, hey, you or something like that. And he said, excuse me. And she said, those boots, I take those boots off for you. That's my job that's my job to take your boots off that's no longer your job and I'm like oh my god I've been there not with my boots but but with everything else like oh you know not I'm no don't worry about getting the groceries don't don't worry about filling the gas up don't worry about the windshield washer fluid don't worry about you know vacuuming and sweeping and the laundry and the cooking on the weekends and the evenings and uh, all that stuff it's like you feel like you're a rock star you feel like you know you're you're somebody that's like a princess or something like that being taken care of being loved so much etc and and uh, feels good you want that feeling to continue but then when it drops it's like you're always wanting that back you're always wanting that back and i see that in this johnny depp thing and he was saying those words and i was like oh my god that's exactly how the women operate they make they puff the man up to to give him that masculinity to to give him bravado and then when the man uh, doesn't do what they want or doesn't align with their idea or when they're finished love bombing and they want to drop the act because it's a lot of work I imagine then they start to demasculate the man and that is horrible for men to be demasculated like women I'm not saying it's hor- it's not horrible to be demeaned to be uh, neglected to be forgotten about to be not loved to be uh, taken advantage of it's not good it's not easy but women that happens to women i mean more often than than um than men i believe and so when men get their masculinity stripped it's like now what do they do they're also the breadwinner they have to go out into society they have to work they have to bring home the money they have to be confident they have to be all present at their job I Me, mean, i was at home and i couldn't have worked being stripped like that of all the things that I had of my confidence of my self-love of my and I I hated myself I hated myself I hated looking at myself in the mirror I hated being a. You know, I didn't want to be around people I was so sickling sickeningly scared to see people because I, I felt like a, like a open wound and having to go out to work provide money Uh, Pay the bills, uh, pay the car, and pay the insurance, and they have to see people and deal with the job being an open wound that would be devastating. That would be, I I can't even imagine it's something that is terrifying. It's making my gut wrench just thinking about it. If I had to go and leave my house uh, the way I felt and the way I was treated to have to go out and earn money and to do my job i don't know how how people men or women being abused like that can go out and and make a living uh i i do not know how they do it and how a man would be able to do it or a woman who has to make money and who's treated like this i don't know anyone who has to be abused like this And then on top of it, have to go out and make money and earn a living and come back and take care of the family. That is just something that I can't even imagine. So um, that's what I want to talk to you about today, people. The love bombing is not long. It is short. It is deep and heavy. It's a lot of attention, a lot of love, but then it goes away like that. So those are signs you have to look at. Yes, you have those memories, but everything attached to them is false. And you have to let go of it. Once you let go of it and then you uh, minus that from the equation, then look at what's really happening. That was not them. That was an act to get you hooked. Unhook yourself. If you're listening here and you're struggling with somebody who's treating you like this, man or woman, trust me the love bombing and all the attention you got was just a show and you're not stupid it felt good and it felt real I've been there but trust me it was not real it was an act and it was a show to get what they wanted and that is what they got they got you hook line and sinker now's the time to cut the line cut it and get out because all that time you waste going back and forth not trusting yourself, go with your gut and you have the rest of your life free. The rest of your life is going to be yours. Okay, friends, have a great time. Have a great day. Sorry. And uh, peace and love. And I will talk to you soon. I hope. Bye.